Welcome to Loaded Talk. I'm the third most popular congressional candidate, Frank, and along with me is old Captain Charlie. What's up, planet Earth? Yeah, switched up a little bit this time. All right. <laughs> um, well, jumping right in, like the big thing that's been happening this week has been the Tucker Carlson January 6th footage deal <clears throat> for just a, I'm sure everybody knows about it by now, uh, but uh, Kevin McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson and his crew uh, not just access to all the raw footage, uh, but also the, the computers at the Capitol that, like, the January 6th committee had. Um, and so it has, like, zone mapping. So if you want to see, like, you're following some guy, and you want to go from this room to that room, you go, oh, let me just click there. So it's all, you know, it's cataloged real nice. It's a nice system, believe it or not. Um, <clears throat> and so Tucker Carlson's people have been going at it for a while. And this week has been, you know, kind of one release after another after another. And, you know... It seems to show us um, what a lot of people are saying from the beginning, that maybe the, the freak-out nature of it uh, was overblown and that the government officials are trying to make a little bit too much hay with this and trying to crack down and mischaracterizing um, the extent to which January 6th was bad. Um, obviously, you know, the people that broke down barricades, broke in, like that's a riot. You get in trouble for that. If you fight with cops, um, you know, assault cops, like, you get in trouble for that. That's also bad. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, breaking into a building, whether it's the the people's house or not, um, you know, you, you can't do that. Uh, but, I mean, there's all this footage that's been around for a while showing, um, showing just tourists wandering through, you know, and people, you know, People putting hats on statues, waving little MAGA flags, and like, hey, look at this, Thomas Jefferson's got a MAGA hat now, you know? And so, like, you know, and even the goofball from uh, USF, the guy that stole the podium. Oh, yeah. Let me mute that. Shut up. All right, that's muted. Um, but, yeah, that guy's a Tampa Bay local, but, you know, you can't steal a podium. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like when you saw that, and they're like, "This is a threat to our democracy." It's like these goofballs are a threat to our democracy. Like they're a threat to our podiums. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so there's a lot of footage, and um, people were reacting to it differently. Um, obviously, uh, people who are more likely to support Donald Trump or just not generally support the Democratic Party. We're taking it kind of a, see, look, look, look what we've been saying. And then, of course, anybody that uh, supports the Democrats, which includes, you know, 100% of the media, uh, outside of Tucker Carlson and a couple of people at Fox. And, but, but as far as the, uh, the corporate media goes, um, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. You know, it's almost as bad January 6th itself. Um, have you had a chance to look at many of this stuff, Charlie? Uh, I... Took a gander at some of the footage and, you know, saw uh, what looked to be, um, uh, it almost looked like a tour was being given to a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, actually, let's take that as a nice little segue. Getting better at this, Charlie. <laughs> All right, hold on, let's see. All right, switch her over here. So, let's see how the audio works today, folks. There he is. Oh, Q Shaman. Anybody listening?
So this is a video of Q Shaman following a cop around the Capitol. Uh, now he's walking ahead with uh, a couple of cops behind him. Everybody's pretty chill. Walking down another hall. Different cops. Still chill. I think this door's blurred because it's a secret door thing. But look, cops check the door to see if it's locked. Oh, it's locked. Q Shaman goes, oh, okay. He's even like taking the turns like he's following a direct line. Yeah. Now look. Look at all these cops. There's nine cops. In riot gear. And and he walks into the middle of all of them. And they're like, oh, pardon me. <laughs> like, you tell me they couldn't have stopped him then. So no, doop, doop. I'm just walking down. Okay, watch this. Watch this. They held the door for him. All right, that's pretty much the end of the clip. Um, so yeah, you know he he's walking around with these two cops the entire time, um, and then yeah, like that whole there was nine of them. You know, assuming that Tucker's people counted, I didn't count, but I'm just going to take his word for it on this one. But assuming there's a circle of nine cops in riot gear and one idiot with a buffalo hat on, <laughs> he looks. You know what the hat reminds me of is the Flintstones. Oh yeah, remember that they're they're uh, the Buffalo Lodge. Yeah. 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 Or the water, bu- yeah, water buffalo lot, whatever it was. The, uh, yeah, it's the hats that you wear. Anyway, but yeah, so like, you know, he broke in, he did all the stuff. I'm sure he was part of the original crew that went in. But I mean, that dude, like, he sat there and he d- gave a prayer thanking, uh, thanking God for inspiring uh, the Capitol Police to be there and show him around and everything. And the cop was like, yeah, okay. And, you know, the cops are saying, well, we were trying to de-escalate. There's a lot of people in. We're not going to, you know, come to fisticuffs uh, with the whole mob, which, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but this dude is doing four years. And, you know, I didn't pull this up. Um, his lawyer says they never got to see that footage. Um, they asked for it repeatedly during the trial for all the government footage. Didn't get it. And the, the federal judge who weighed in on this case, who, who presided over the case, uh, you know, he now that it's already been sentenced and going on, like, he won't be the judge over this one anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a guy. But anyway, uh, but he said something like, you know, if I find out that not only was evidence withheld, but it was withheld from the prosecution, the federal prosecutor. Like, I know that I would be a pretty ticked-off federal judge. And, like, I don't know. If I was that defense attorney who supposedly doesn't represent him anymore, but I don't know, like, I know I smell money, so surely somebody smells money. You know, like, sue sue the hell out of the Department of Justice, FBI. I mean, sue them all. See what you can get. See what you can get. I mean, they just make up money anyway. They don't have any. Right. Wouldn't that be funny? Like, <laughs> they sue them and they get, like, a, some settlement, like, $100 million, and the government comes in, fills out one of those forms saying they're destitute. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a payment plan because, as you can see, we're $31 trillion in the hole. We, we only make about four a year, and, you know, we're not even covering those debts. But we got to give more money to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ukraine comes first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that would be the best outcome. Holy shit. Um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, so that guy, like, the federal government, 
has this, this, this footage is from the federal government, you know? Um, they didn't provide it in court. They knew what was on that tape, and they knew what he did and did not do. And then they overcharged him and, and then you know, withheld evidence and stuck him in jail. After all these people, and like he pled guilty, which typically that kind of thing means it's like, hey, plead guilty and you get this four-year charge. You want to go to court, it's this like 30-year charge. You can fight. Maybe, maybe you'll get away with it. Maybe you'll get away with it. Um, and so he was like, well, I mean, I did trespass. But like four, vi- four years, yeah, violent insurrection and sh- like, you know, and that's people are freaking out. Like it was violent. Okay, fine. Some people were violent. That guy wasn't violent. He was taking a stroll through a mall, basically. Yeah, he wore <laughs> a silly hat and he yelled some things while trespassing. Like that's charge him with trespassing. Community service, you know, community service. How you know uh, probation? Like what are we talking about? And he, but he's he's trespassing while being escorted by police. Oh well, yeah, and that's that. And that even makes trespassing hard, doesn't it? Right. You know, if I was a defense attorney, it's like, Your Honor, uh, how often do police escort someone trespassing through a whole building? You know, <laughs> since you're in, here's a tour. Oh yeah, they're just like, hey, because they're police. They're not security guards. They're police. That sure looks like he's welcome. Right. Like he should get out, and he should get paid. Um. But it's it's gross, it's gross knowing that the government did this. Like, unfortunately, it's not unbelievable. It's very believable. Um, but being able to just see it right there in front of us like this, or it's like they wanted they locked this man in a cage before after sitting on the on charges and stuff for a while. Like a lot of these cats get locked up and they wait for a trial. And they wait for a trial. And they don't get bail. Uh, even though, like, everybody gets bail. Like, murderers and stuff get offered bail. Not always, but in some states, you know, they get rid of bail altogether. They just let everybody out right away. Uh, but these cats, they're like, no, man, you stay in jail till your trial. Like, well, when is it? It's like, a year and a half. Like, like, I'm not even guilty yet. Right. You know? Um, so, people started reacting. This guy, um, one second here. This guy... I believe he's a senior political commentator, uh, Adam Kinzinger, but I believe he was in the House during the January 6th commission. I think he was on the commission. I think he just got voted out or something. Um, We can go ahead and switch over. So this is, of course, his reaction. I I think so. Look, I think that in terms of history, nobody that believes any of that garbage Tucker was spewing, none of their kids will ever believe that garbage. And in fact, I think in five or ten years, the people that believe the garbage today that have kids will never admit to their kids that they believed it. Because I think we set history straight on the committee. Um, But today, there are people that are so invested in the emotional politics and tribe that if Tucker gives them a narrative to hold on to, that makes their side look okay, they're going to hold on to that, unfortunately. All right. So, you know, his thing is like, well, that's not true. What we did in our committee, that's what was true, you know? And like, no one will believe this. This is just, oh, it's a lie. It's a lie. You know, it's like, we were the truth, and this is all just nonsense. So that's kind of a press perspective, you know? Um, Great argument. 
<laughs> like, no, I'm just going to believe this. He's making this silly argument. It's like, you mean showing the footage? <laughs> and like talking over it a little bit. It was like, he's walking through there. I don't even know why. Look at this. You know, he's walking through. Look at all these cops. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what I see too. I see him walking through there with all these cops. <laughs> Tucker's got a weird voice too. <laughs> when he laughs, he's having, like a, going through these clips. Um, I don't, you know, I don't watch TV news at all, you know. And so I've seen Tucker mainly in clips. He's got like this really high pitched, weird laugh. <laughs> it's, it's disturbing. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. Um, so that's one reaction. We've got a uh, old Chucky Schumer here. Hold on one second. Okay, go ahead. So once again, this is, you know, the head of the Senate for the Democrats, you know, fairly high-powered person. At one point, I was within 30 feet of the rioters. One of them, I was told, shouted out, let's get him. He was told that. He didn't hear it. Before my detail pulled me away, and we ran in the other direction. He didn't know To say January 6th was not violent is a lie. A lie, pure and simple. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last night. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. Mm-hmm. And he's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, Tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. Okay. First of all, uh, they didn't admit it was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> like that that was that very end part uh was a conflation over the uh the election stolen stuff. Cause have you seen that where the Fox News uh anchors have been uh talking about like, they'd be about to go on the air and like, man, I'm taking this lunatic on here that's going to talk about this election being stolen. It wasn't, but I guess I'm going to go play the show, you know, play the part. And, which is, you know, it's, it's media lying to you um, on the other side and hyping up the Trump people to be like, well, there's something really to this. We're going to dedicate the whole day to it. And, but like, no, like in that they knew it not to be so, or at least they believed it highly to not be so, and they thought the person they were bringing on was a nut. And they still did it. Uh, but that's not the Tucker Carlson footage. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is one of the top most powerful people in the country calling on media to be silenced. Like, don't let Tucker show this footage. This footage of an event that happened at the capital of the United States of America. To Don't show it to the citizens of the United States of America. Like, we, we don't get to see the footage of our fellow citizens run amok in the building full of the people that represent us. And we're not allowed to know exactly what happened that day. That we paid for. That we paid for, Yeah. <laughs> pay for constantly we pay their ac bill um we paid to repair all the damages (laughs) but like 
but it's I mean this gross censorship and it's you know not to not to what about too much but like you know Trump said something about some press people like he's like ah oh, these guys are so dishonest you know like they're the enemy of the people and uh, and with that they said that's a threat to democracy when the president is trying to silence the the press that's the fourth arm of this country it's the press and that was like that was the end of the world because he said these guys are lying and they're enemies of the people this is almost as powerful as the president saying take this man off the air and don't let him show this footage you got something um i'm not surprised (laughs) i mean i i hope there are people that are just like wow all right maybe maybe i am being lied to that you know that comes from all of this that you know that would be great i i don't see it because one of the big things i see a lot on uh twitter and um just you know different kind of hot takes out there oh heavily edited footage you got so like you show this heavily edited footage and then you'll know, make this claim and and actually carlson i didn't play it but in the very beginning um because he does this long intro about it um but he uh he doesn't say that january 6th was peaceful he starts off showing the violence and he intercuts it within it and he's like well this is what we've seen and you know of course there were people who rioted there were people that did this but we're told that the whole thing was this this violent mob as opposed to like the mostly peaceful protests of black lives matter when all the flames were behind them which apparently maybe the feds were involved in some of those things turning violent too surprise surprise yeah it sure feels like sure feels like the the things that go to become violent might be actually fueled by people we pay to serve and protect us which is fun (laughs) everything starts out with good intentions and then somebody sees an opportunity, or somebody's see an opportunity, yeah, and escalate it. And don't get me wrong, like you know, there's going to be looting if there's a, a riot. But like, I don't know. Do you want know how, how there's a lot of rooting or looting <laughs> is uh, is if someone goes, I'm gonna smash that. You know, somebody goes, I'm gonna smash a couple windows, and other people go, Oh, it's like that now. And then people who weren't even involved that are just like, I like free stuff. Now they're down there too, you know, and or at the White House or the Capitol, it's just like we're going in, and so you know, first people are like, yeah, follow that guy, we're doing <laughs> it, and then like, but you know, you go back however many feet, there's people like, are we going in? Right, right. Are we? Are we can we do that? <laughs> Is this okay? It's like what they look. I mean, they're holding the door open. I know. Uh, um, I've seen footage uh, probably from a few years back of Black Lives Matter protests that were non-violent. They started off non-violent, and there's video footage of somebody or a few people dressed in all black yeah. coming up with a hammer and just breaking some windows. And there's protesters going, what are you doing? Sure. This is non-violent. We are not doing this. And then 10 minutes later, the whole building's on fire, and that's well, it- how it starts. And during it, a lot of times, people were blaming, like, Antifa. <clears throat> right. And very well could be. Don't get me wrong. They, they love burning stuff. Um, but, you know, who says that first person was? 
Because I saw some of those clips too. There was a, uh, there was some I forget where it was, uh, but there was this white girl in Antifa kind of stuff, spray painting BLM all over these buildings, and I maybe breaking shit too. I forget. Um, but uh, there's these two black chicks that were recording this happening, and she's yelling at this. The, the white girl was like. Don't do that. They're going to see that. And they don't see your face. They see our faces. Like, you're putting that all over the building. You're vandalizing that property. And no one's going to be looking for you. They're going to be looking at us, saying, we did that. And it's, you know, 100% accurate. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so it's like, oh, you're helping, I guess. And, like, I don't know. If you're trying to manipulate public opinion about something, it's a lot easier if violence occurs. You know? I think I've seen videos of... A car pulling up at some of these nonviolent protests, the trunk popping open, and somebody's handing out bricks. Yeah, and there was those pallets of bricks everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. There were certain towns where they just kept finding like pallets, you know, a quarter pallet here, quarter pallet there, of just bricks strategically placed around towns. Like, who strategically places <laughs> bricks around town? There's no construction site around. What's going on? I know, and it's, it's, um, you know, you go, oh, well, maybe. Maybe Antifa was super organized and they're prepared. It's like, yeah, maybe. But I see these people. Not too many of them look like they can move a pallet of bricks. Right. You know? And if they're up all night rioting, like, who... Yeah, they're the same people that scream about major corporations on their cell phones in a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. When I took that band Leftover Crack to, to Starbucks, that really changed my, my view of them a little bit. I was driving them to the airport. And, uh, like, Stizzler, one of them, was like, ooh, Starbucks. And I laughed at first because I thought he was joking, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> And then uh, I was like, oh, y'all really want me to go to Starbucks? They're like, yeah, I want to get a biscotti. Like, <laughs> it's like, I just saw you eat out of a trash can. <laughs> Which I did. <laughs> um, all right, so um, here is the press secretary oh hold on one second i got to reset this thing here oh, it's not yeah, okay go ahead here's the press secretary weighing in so our official spokesperson you guys reported on it who have condemned uh, this false de depiction of the unprecedented violent attack on con on our constitution and the rule of law which cost police police uh, officers their lives and that's what we saw on that day, on a very dark day, an attack on our democracy. So first off, attack on our constitution and attack on our democracy. Like, what, they, this isn't national treasure. They did not steal the constitution. <laughs> like, the, the, it, it's not an attack on, the, yes, the idea that, okay, so if Mike Pence actually attempted to overthrow the election through this thing that Trump and all these people said was possible, which is not possible. Um, I guess, okay, that, you'd be like, okay, that was an attack on the Constitution because you tried to do something that was unconstitutional. These are people running into a building, you know? An attack on democracy, our democracy. It's like, okay, they delayed a vote by like a couple hours, you know? The process, the democratic process, continued after they left. Like, yeah, it was not pleasant, you know. But like, an attack on our democracy, and I think that's, I think they say, on democracy or our democracy, 
to avoid saying the worst attack on our country. Because they say it's the worst attack on democracy since the Civil War. And it's like, oh, okay, that was, I mean, because that was not great, you know, fighting your own country. Um, but if you were to say the worst attack on this country since the Civil War? Right. Yeah, like... You know, Oklahoma City bombing was a thing. 9-11 was a thing. You know. And since the Civil War, hell, Pearl Harbor was a thing. You know? Like, it's... We've had... In the in the 60s, Obama's buddy, uh, Ayers, Bill Ayers and his wife, they were part of that group called the Weather Underground. And so they're the like University of Chicago professors. Uh, Bill Ayers literally introduced uh, Barack Obama to Chicago political scene. You know, would host... Like little fundraisers and stuff. I think when he's gone for a state senate, something like that. Um, but so he was a mentor of sorts. And, uh, but this guy was part of a group called the Weather Underground. And not the wonderful app. But uh, at that time, I mean, they were domestic terrorists. And so they literally would set bombs at the U.S. Capitol. They blew up bombs at the U.S. Capitol. You know? And, like, that is arguably worse than putting a MAGA hat on a statue. My opinion. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, it's this coded language um, where you can just tell when people are this, when people are being that precise with their wording, like, you know, I'm all about trying to be as precise as you can be, but when you have to stumble around, it's like, you know, you're filtering, like, I want to not say keywords that accidentally make me say the truth, you know? Or, and I want to focus on certain keywords that trigger people. Exactly. I want to, I want to manipulate, I want to manipulate the message. Don't let people think this, do let people think this. If I say this, then I accidentally say what the other people say, which is probably the truth, which I don't want to say. (laughs) But, um... The other thing she mentioned in there that she ended with was, hold on one second, um, how it was a violent event and uh, it ended with the death of police officers. Okay? So this was another thing, old T, T Carl, T Carl, I don't know. I feel like there should be a nice nickname. Tuck. Tuck? Tuck. Cuck. <laughs> Carlson. Carlson. That's uh, if, if you ever came out anti-Trump, all the Trump people would be calling him Cut Carlson. Guarantee. You remember right after, either I think right after Trump was elected or right before or something. But maybe it was either in the primaries, in the Republican primaries, or it was after he got elected. Like, uh, like MAGA loved the word cuck. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Ugh, it was so obnoxious. Everybody was a cuck. Several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. Just walking around like By all appearances, Sicknick is Waving healthy and vigorous. Around. 
He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Moving aside. Whatever happened oh, to Brian Sicknick was very yeah, obviously not the result of violence yep. so he suffered on, at people. the entrance move to the Capitol. Like this tape awesome overturns around. the single most powerful on, and politically on, useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. And, forth and, trying to keep and it was moving. indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol. All right, let's... Uh... So, I mean, we already knew, <clears throat> excuse me, that Sitnik um, died like two days later in the hospital uh, from a stroke. Um, right? Yeah, I think it was a stroke. Um, and, you know, so the word was, well, he got beat and he was fighting for his life. And uh, that kind of stress that day, you know, that led to the, the stroke event, which, you know, if it's a stroke, that's a blood clot. Right. You know, like I understand heart attack. Um, and like, you know, with, but the thing is like, maybe, I mean, hard to tell yeah, like yeah. something like that. But like, you know, speaking as someone who has had to talk to a doctor about high blood pressure and how it can cause a stroke, you know, it, it's, you have to have that clot in there somewhere, you know, like the, the, you have to constrict things and then the clot comes in and that's the stroke, you know? Um, but like, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like high blood pressure, you go into, yeah, you go into a heart attack. I mean, that's really, or something like that, but a stroke, I mean, just because it requires a clot, right? You know, but, but that was the other thing that Tucker went into on this is like, it's just another fake message. And like, um, when he died, you know, suddenly the defund the police, uh, side, the defund the police argument people were like, this brave officer has lost his life at the hand of wanton criminality. And like, and they, you know, they, they, you know, his funeral was at the Capitol, which I think is fine. You know, I mean, it's, you work at the Capitol, you want to do that? Cool, fine, whatever. I, I doubt any other Capitol cop's going to get that kind of That's funeral. what I was going to say. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, they did, and, you know, Kamala Harris, old Officer Kamala, you know, she walked by, oh, how sad, how sad, and Joe Biden, you know, shuffled his feet by, and he was like, hey, maybe. And, you know, they went over and fell up some stairs. <laughs> you see, he fell upstairs again. Yes. How does this guy keep doing it? They need, I don't know. <laughs> they got to do something. Maybe different shoes. I don't know. They got to do something, though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they turned, you know, this dead cop into, um, one, an argument of how murderous the, the crowd was. They showed the clip of somebody hitting them with a fire extinguisher and they were like, here's some getting hit with a fire extinguisher. Next thing you know, dead. And so obviously anybody watching goes, well, he must've died from injuries sustained through like getting beaten with a fire extinguisher and fighting like three guys at one time and all that. Uh, but no, afterwards, he walked in, he's like, he's like, oh, come on, keep moving, people. Like, this is, you're not even supposed to be here, guys. You know? like well, Yeah, with a helmet on. With a helmet on still, which thankfully he had on, because otherwise that extinguisher probably would have hurt. Yep. Um, probably still hurt. But, uh, but it's just another example of them lying to us, you know? Because it was bad, right? People beating the cop with an extinguisher. That's bad. 
You know, that's already bad. You show that, like, look, look at these people fighting. They beat this man with a fire extinguisher. Look at these people. They hit him with a sign. That's bad. That's bad. You know, we're going to get that guy for assault. We're going to get that guy for assault. You know, that guy's for trespassing or whatever. But they couldn't do it. They had to, they just had to make their play. You know, they wanted their narrative. They went on stage. They say their pieces. And, you know, their, their job is to lie to us. It seems more and more that their goal is to keep us in the dark and keep lying to us. And that's, you know, that's the name of the game. And the press is complicit. Um, the corporate press is. Um, you know, Fox will do it for the Republicans. All the other ones will do it for the Democrats. And it's just, you know, people think, well, maybe it'll come out in the wash. Because um, if they're both pointing out what the other people are doing. But no, everybody's in their bubble. And, like, we just... The amount of actual policy differences between the Democrats and the Republicans, like elected people, are very small. They both want to spend a ton of money. They don't want to worry about a budget. You know, every now and then they want to go to war, uh, mainly for fundraising and to secure their spots. And, you know, you probably get some kickbacks from the industrial military or military industrial complex. Um, and, uh, yeah, they go tax cuts kind of, and then the other people go, no, no tax cuts, you know, uh, but they go, okay, you get your tax cuts, they go, we'll knock it down three points, it's like three, that was, that was the tax cut, going down three points, you know, <laughs> Democrats will go, like, we're gonna raise taxes on the rich, it's like, oh yeah, up four points, it's like, y'all are just, they're just playing the game, you know, it, none of it's reality, um, and here they are, you know, they're so far just lying constantly. Um, let me see if there's something else I want to show on this. It's like a game of tug and war, tug and war, but they're standing on us while doing tug of war. Ouch, that's good. Of, like instead that. of the ground. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. That's nice. Um, uh, this is just a headline that I want to remind me. Not the... Okay, we'll get to that. Um... But yeah, just the whole cherry-picked thing. Um, but another story, I didn't pull this one out, but just speaking of the show and the corruption, um, one of the other things that Tucker pulled out was this uh, cop uh, that got fired for having a MAGA hat, right? And so there's a picture, black cop, MAGA hat, fired afterwards. You know, you obviously were complicit. And so... He lets the guy tell a story, and he's just like, you know, I'm sitting there. He was in charge of the Senate chambers, right? So people start coming in, you know, dozens, hundred people are in. So he gets right on his mic. Well, first he says that no one briefed the Capitol Police on the sheer volume of people that would be there that day. They said, oh, there's a demonstration, but there's always demonstrations, you know? So they thought, normal demonstration. They did not have special staffing for it, you know? They didn't have backup from the D.C. police who did offer. Um, they didn't have anything, and they didn't. They weren't even told, you know. And so, but he gets on his radio, and he's just like, hey, uh, we got all these people coming in. What do we do? Like, I need some guidance on this. <laughs> silence. Just total silence. He gets, it's like, hey, there's like 100 people in here. Should we evacuate? What should we do? I just need some guidance on this. Like, because we didn't talk about it before the day, like you would think you might if you were Planning to deal with a large group of... Anyway. Um, just silence. <clears throat> the supervisor 
Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And so eventually he decides to um, evacuate the Senate chambers. And uh, and he does. And then, I don't know, he gets some, somebody over the radio is trapped or whatever outside. So he goes outside to see about, you know, helping his homies. And while he's making it through the crowd, somebody went and popped a, popped a MAGA hat on his head. And so he's just like, I'm going to hang on to this, you know. And so this guy, you know, walks through the crowd with a MAGA hat on because... If you want to get through a Donald Trump crowd, being a cop with a MAGA hat's a great way to do it. Smart. Yep. And, uh, oh, he voted for Biden, by the way. Mm. And, uh, but he get so he, get, he does all that. He does his job. He, he's there, you know. And he gets fired for it because the picture comes out of him with a MAGA hat. And uh, that was one of the guys they talked to. Now, here's the, the interesting part. The person that he was radioing to would be the supervisor. And she was commended, you know, for all of her bravery and all this kind of crud, uh, even though she was nowhere to be found and not on the radio helping out at all. But guess where she's now? She is accepted. So this is Washington, D.C. Odds are maybe she's got some ties to the area um, or maybe she's just always dreamed of being a cop at the Capitol. Um, Well, she's the head of security for Berkeley University now. Huh. Which has a very squishy pay. Like, she got a, a very nice raise to work there. Also, she's, it's Berkeley. It's not, you know, mean streets or anything. And it's Berkeley just happens to be right outside of Nancy Pelosi's district. Hmm. So, which is interesting because the Speaker of the House has a lot of authority. Some say... The sole authority over, the managing authority, over the, the Capitol Police. So, Nancy was essentially her boss, and now, after saying the right things, she's got a cushy job out in California. Not a bad way. Convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all this pollen's killing me. Um, Alright, <clears throat> so... Everybody talks about cherry-picked data, right? It's been cherry-picked, 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 selectively edited. This is the this is the problem. And it has been edited. You have to edit it. It's like 42,000 hours of footage. But it's like, okay, selectively edited, cherry-picked, propaganda. Uh, Rolling Stone says, uh, Tucker Carlson's January 6th footage dump delivers the sloppy propaganda Kevin McCarthy wanted. Using cherry-picked clips, Carlson called Capitol writers orderly and meek sightseers, which some of them were quite literally. They st- <clears throat> some of them stayed in the rope lines. <laughs> like, they, they didn't leave the rope. I mean, others did, of course, but right. there was a good number of them that stayed in the... They walked to open offices, took pictures from the outside, and then walked on, looked at pamphlets and things, you know? <laughs> um... I didn't even get this kind of tour in the Capitol. <laughs> I would love the detailed tour like this. Like, oh, this is where they make decisions. All right, get out. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I took a tour. I don't remember at this point what I saw. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So, so that's the big problem with t- what Tucker Carlson's doing, of course, is that it's, uh, it's edited, s- selective clips, you know. It's not what really happened. So, I would like to call back... Oh, hold on, let me make my screen big and do this right way. 
Um, can't see all my tabs. <clears throat> Alright, I'd like to call back to June 6th. Former ABC News executive working with January 6th panel on upcoming hearings. So, James Goldston, the former... lost... We lost what? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we lost it again. Isn't it the oh. cookies? I don't know. I don't have the cookie thing. Let me see. Get out of here. Get out of here. Maybe if I refresh. Um, let's see if it gives me a cookie prompt, which sounds delicious. Mmm, cookies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll try it. See what it does. Nope. Well, hell. All right. I'll just read it real quick. CNN. Blech. But, so James Goldston, former president of ABC News, who also served as a producer for some of the network's most successful news programs like 2020, Nightline, and Good Morning America, is helping the committee with the planning of the hearings and their presentation. The committee hopes to uh, put in on hearings that don't look traditional, or like traditional congressional proceedings, and instead are multimedia presentations that weave a narrative outlining the committee's findings. Their goal is to demonstrate how former President Donald Trump and his allies peddled a false narrative about the election that laid the groundwork for the right, uh, the Capitol, blah, blah, blah. Axios was the first to report of Goldston's role with the committee. A spokesperson for uh, the committee told CNN they do not comment on personal decisions. Okay, so... The problem with Tucker Carlson was everything was selectively edited. But the actual committee hired a TV producer to put the footage together. They <laughs> That's not going to be selectively edited. When has Dateline or 2020 <laughs> ever selectively edited anything? <laughs> Come on. They just show raw documentary goodness. <laughs> That's this is the thing. Like this is part of the problem, is that the accusation is literally what the game was. They brought in a, a well-seasoned news producer to put together footage to deliver their narrative. They they said their findings, um, but there's a little actually there's a little problem with oh, what did I just do there? Yeah, did I not save this article? Ah, shoot. I guess I didn't. Um, one of the problems with their findings is, um, do you know who never watched any of the footage? Who? The January 6th committee. <laughs> no elected official has watched the footage. I mean, at this point, I think they're opening it up to people. Um, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know Marjorie Taylor Greene, that nut. Um, how is your space laser doing right now? Space laser. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene says that uh, there's a Jewish space laser. Oh, I have no idea about this space laser. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh... Maybe it's been selectively edited for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't tell us anyway, would you? Right. Would you, Cal? <laughs> Dude, the new season of South Park's so good. Um... I'm so behind on South Park. Uh, I uh, last year at some point it, I found out it was on HBO Max, and they, you know, they're releasing all those long ones during COVID, and so I just went back to see like when's the last time I saw one, and I just caught up on all of them. They're just so, they're just so good. <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? Every time I 
see her, hear her name, all I can think of is Jewish space lasers. <laughs> I don't think she believes that anymore, but that was something that came up when she was running <laughs> of just how she would get behind crazy and crazy stuff. And I don't remember what the lasers do. I don't know. Control. I mean, is she talking about direct energy weapons? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. What do Jewish space lasers do? I don't even know. <laughs> if somebody could tell me, I'm curious. Like the fact that they're a space laser and they're Jewish. I mean, yeah, is a laser Jewish or was it made by the Jews? Maybe both. Or is space Jewish? Mm. <laughs> kosher. Space is very kosher. <laughs> There's some asteroid with the uh, with the Hasidic locks going around, just blessing. <laughs> well, I guess you don't do that, but <laughs> Orthodox asteroid. Yeah, Orthodox asteroid. Got the hat too. Does the just blesses space. <laughs> it's been blessed by the rabbi himself. I guess it's kosher out here. <laughs> um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, she tweeted something about uh, being able to watch the footage and th- you got to sign up for time slots and stuff. Um, so somebody at this point may have, but as of uh, when Tucker got the footage, not one elected official had ever seen the footage outside of what was produced by the ABC producer. In order to not be totally unprepared, they did have their staffers watch footage and take notes and then tell them what they think about things. They held congressperson, this is what you think. Here are your thoughts on the matter based on what you've seen. And like that that was the process. Staffers watch videos, took some notes about things for their bosses, our representatives, to say to us as ABC News producers for 2020 and Dateline put together a, a clip show of highlights that made the narrative, you know? With no bias. No, no, Charlie. Are you not listening to me? Tucker Carlson's got the bias, not these guys. God, get it together. Must be the Jewish space laser. Yeah, it's shooting your brain. That's what that damn laser does. It kills your common sense. Maybe it controls the weather. That'd be fun. Oh, uh, Harp? That might be the Jewish space laser she's talking about. What's Harp? Yeah, H-A-A-R-P. It was originally started by the government. Well, multiple governments. Um, There's one in Alaska. Or it might be two in Alaska. Uh, There's one in Russia and one in Northern Europe. What's it do? Uh, They fire energy into the ionosphere. And they've been able to alter... I don't like to use the word control, but alter weather patterns. Huh. Um, there's been I, there's conspiracies around Hurricane Katrina it's, and all that and how it was steered using a low that uh, was created by HARP. But it's, since then, it's been handed off to a university so for like, research. Okay, so it, it's a legit research program and then conspiracies around there about right. how effective it is. It just looks like an electrical change station like you'd see power or power change station no oh, okay huh well no it's gotta be cooler than that <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's gotta control finance i mean this isn't in space it just fires in yeah yeah, yeah no and I, I think i have heard about that trying to i mean 
And uh, Bill Gates wants to control weather by putting, uh, was it like calcium carbonate or something into yeah. the air? Yeah. Or something like that. Some, some, I remember what he wants to put in the atmosphere is something that I sell in Kansas City for clay supplies. And it was like, oh, I've got that. And you just poof it up. And it's like, oh, that'll cool things down. It's like, yeah, that's uh, how that ice age was started. Because the uh, asteroid went down and then things poofed up and, um, you know, got cold when the sun couldn't get through. Um, yeah, that Jewish space laser stuff really sidetracked me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where, what, what were you talking Yeah, so no one had seen it. Um, again, there's no bias. So, um, yeah, I guess one more clip on this. Um, Tucker Carlson was on Glenn Beck uh, radio program, and so I got to the important part about um, that not only do they have a different opinion on all this, that they're actively lying to us purposefully. All right, let's hop it over. By the way, look at this setup. Aren't you jealous about this? That's a nice setup. That's a nice setup. I'm trying my best to rip this setup off. Look at that. That's like uh, a... Is that a Sonic drink? <laughs> that is a Sonic drink. <laughs> Man, he shouldn't be drinking that much sugar. Have you seen it? He looks like uh, Colonel Sanders these days. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it is a Sonic drink. Look at all the monitors. Okay, okay, okay. Focus. They're lying about everything. I've never assumed that. And so I was shocked to learn that they were lying intentionally. And the way that we know that, we have a very specific way of knowing that, which is when January 6th committee researchers looked at video, they bookmarked it. They left an electronic mark on the video they watched. So we know what they watched. And then we watched it. And so there is video of Chansley, of Ray Epps, and of Brian Sicknick that we know they watched Mm. that was not included in the report, was never mentioned in the hearings, a year and a half, a thousand witnesses, 850-page report. And Mm. this video, which overturns the story they were telling, proves it was a lie, they saw but hid. So, you know, I'm always hesitant to go to motive because... Ah, That is so pretty. Um, But yeah, so this footage that Tucker is releasing... It's not like it just got missed in 42,000 hours of footage. And the other thing he said during the warm-up was that, uh, you know, a lot of the footage is, like, empty hallways and stuff like that. So it's, he's got all the footage, but most a lot of it's kind of just junk that's recording 24 hours a day, you know? <clears throat> but, so it didn't get lost. They, like, they clicked everything. They're like, boop, bookmark this, see if we need that. Well, you know, they're, if I had to guess, um, they were flagging things for the editor, you know? It's uh, when you have your... When you have your raw footage, you know, it's got time code. And, that, I mean, digital bookmarks would be much more effective. But, yeah, you got a punch list. And it's just like, this is take one. We're going to go with that one. Or, you know, take three is the one to go with. Or whatever. And the editor goes through and matches up the time and puts the edit together. And, you know, magic is made. Um, and I'm assuming they're picking based on prioritization of certain narratives Hey, this will go well. Bookmark. <laughs> well, and I, it sounds like they bookmarked everything to begin with. And then, um, probably they, they bookmarked a ton, and then the producer sat down with his team. And that's when, like, the real work got done. Because these are just, these are just aides, you know? They don't, um, they probably don't have a lot of media background, so they're probably tagging every time they saw 
a person. A, it, people inside, yeah, would be my guess. And then from there, they, you know, they got squirrely with it. Um, the Ray Epps thing is apparently he lied under oath to the committee, and they knew it because um, remember he was uh, wanted for about a day. FBI wanted him, and then all of a sudden he was he was good. You know, it was good. All that footage came out where he's saying, tomorrow we're going into the Capitol. Everyone's chanting, fed, fed, fed. Like, they're like, you're a fed. Get out of here. Um, next day, like, we're going in, guys. We're going in. Like, the whole two days he spent, like, hyping people up. Like, we're going inside there. He was at the front lines right before the barricades broke down. He whispers in somebody's ear. Right after he whispers in that guy's ear, boom, knock down the barricades and let's get going, you know? And, like, what do you say? Um, but... He was just not a big deal. He was, they interviewed him, and he said that, uh, sure, sure, he texted his son, and he said he instigated the whole thing in a text message to his son, which we have, where he said he did it, like he, he kicked it off. Uh, okay. A text message. To his son. Yeah. So, but, you know, he was just, that was just bravado. He was uh, already back at the hotel by then, he said. <laughs> No, he texts his kid, but, you know, he went back to the hotel to get some, some sleepy pie. Well, and the Tucker found some footage where 45 minutes after that happened, he's still there. <laughs> and, like, he's, you know, you can't see him doing anything. He's wandering the crowd and stuff, but he's at the very front of another crowd. After this has already begun, not at the hotel getting seepies, you know. And the commission knew it. The FBI knows it. Um, there, have we, did we talk, I can't tell if I just ranted about this in the past, did we talk one of these past weeks about, like, the different people at January 6th? Uh-uh. Like, the bullhorn guy or anything? No. No. Because no. that was the other, there's all sorts of, like, weird people involved in this that keep getting found. I forget, he's called the Ginger something, I forget, Ginger Gunman or whatever. There's this one dude who was at the protest in Washington, D.C. with their backwards-ass gun laws. He has... A pistol on his hip and an earpiece. Huh. Yeah. Like there's an earpiece down. And um, he was on the FBI's most wanted, you know, I forget, not, not high, but uh, then he wasn't. I talked to him, oh, it's good. It's like, oh, not the gun crime for bringing the pistol to the Capitol? That's a crime. Yeah. I don't think it should be a crime, but that's a crime. You know, it's like, that seems like a serious one. No, no, nothing. No, he's good. He's good. <laughs> they track. I mean, uh, people know his name too. I forget. They tracked him down, maybe Tyler or something or something. But he, uh, he's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. He just kind of plays it real dumb and like, I don't know. I'm just kind of chilling, guys. Um, but uh, so there's that guy. But there's also this bullhorn guy. He's on top of scaffolding with a bullhorn. Yelling at the crowd, move forward. We need everyone to move forward. Move forward, everybody. We need everyone to move forward. And, like, he's, like, up at the front, yelling for everybody to move forward. And, you know, the crowd moves. Um, It's crowd control. The funny thing about him is people have tried to use, like, there's all this different, like, facial recognition software and other tools like that. Um... His face doesn't exist anywhere on any of the software. Huh. Like any of them. It's like his face just doesn't exist. They can't find 
his face through anything. Facebook, you know, it's not on MySpace. <laughs> but, uh, you know, no, like, there's no record, no, no hits, no partial hits. No, like, right? like these, you have to imagine this software is pretty dang good these days, you know, with how much we all put ourselves on cameras, like, right now. Or, you know, all the security camera footage, ring doorbell cams. Um, Microsoft Hello. Ugh, what is that one? You can, instead of like a password or a passcode, you can have it recognize your face using your webcam. Oh, okay. And log you in. You know, some of those actually, um, the way, at least, I don't know about Microsoft, but I think the Apple facial recognition, the way it works, is like, it kind of maps your face and then it kind of assigns a data point to each thing. And so it's, even though it's your face, it's actually uh, a long string, <clears throat> string of numbers. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, with all that, yeah, they just can't find anything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's clear to me that based on the way everybody's reacting, based on how everything's gone down, um, the government is purposefully lying to us to manipulate us and the press is purposefully going along with it um, because they had the same footage that Carlson did decided not to use it made up lies and said this is this is what truth is and the corporate press mainstream media if you will they took it and like the good little lap dogs they are they're just shoveling it out to us you know <clears throat> and I think, you know, I thought it was kind of funny when he said it, but I do think that uh, corporate press is the enemy of the people, and I think that our Congress is also the enemy of the people. I think they actively are against us, the citizens, and, you know, I don't know how else to put it. Like, they're, they are our enemy. If you're a U.S. citizen and you want freedom and truth, if you, you know, if you like having your your world controlled for you, being told what to do, told what to think, if you like being a sheeple, um, I mean, they got you. They're happy to serve that role. They're not there to solve problems. They're there to keep problems so they get elected and fund their accounts. You know, it's you see it over and over again. <clears throat> Mitch McConnell just fell down because he's elderly and a polio survivor. Right after Biden fell up the stairs, and yeah, <clears throat> and let's see, to go on. Oh, wait, where did yours go? Oh, I need to get out. I think I've run out of. No, oh, there it is. Oh, I did have another thing. Yeah. I did have the article from the Federalist that said top Democrat on J6 committee. We actually didn't review any of the surveillance video. Hey, I might as well pull it up real quick. Where is the guy? Select committee chairman Benny Thompson, Democrat Mississippi, claimed the panel never analyzed the blockbuster footage Fox News aired this week. I'm not actually aware of any member of the committee who had access. We had a team of employees who kind of went through the video. <laughs> Hiring investigators who kind of went through the video doesn't sound like a very thorough investigation. Anyway, so it's what we just talked about, but that's where it came from. <clears throat> All right. Um, I do want to mention this one other thing that 
kind of illustrates how we are not on the same team. The government does not pretend to be on our team. Um, I guess they pretend, but not even they're not trying to sell it that well. Like we're not the same team. We are directly in opposition to our elected government officials. <clears throat> All right, flip it, flippy flip. Um, Treasury Inspector General audit: forty-two thousand federal employees repeatedly don't file federal returns. Hmm. Don't do their taxes. <laughs> it's almost like it's theft. Tens of thousands of federal employees have repeatedly failed to file their federal tax returns, according to a watchdog report. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration flags 42,000 so-called federal employee non-filers and states the government is limited in its authority to punish them, according to the Washington Times. The IRS puts little effort into targeting the non-filers because of laws that restrict how much information the agency can share with other federal agencies, so it has limit so it has limit limited ability to prod or punish the employees the audit found i guess <clears throat> so what are they not getting issued a w2 well, or they're just not filing but then it says there's restricts how much information the agency can share with other federal agencies but like if you work for department of education don't you get a w2 yeah. And then if you get a W-2, that means you're sending up a W-3 as the employer, plus a copy of all the W-2s. What other information is there to share? Right. Is that some weird loophole or like, God, wouldn't that be something? If there's just some weird loophole or if federal agencies don't file W-3s or anything, they never report the income huh. to the government, that could be something. I'm going to look that one up. That's yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. As of 2021, delinquent federal employees owed $1.5 billion in unpaid taxes, <laughs> the Times reports. One and a half. Let's see. The audit also shows tax compliance among federal employees has been trending down in recent years. <laughs> 108,000 in 2017, having been delinquent uh, compared to 149,000 in 2021. Damn. Increased by... 41,000 people over the course of, uh, what was that, four years? <laughs> 10,000 extra people a year. Everyone's catching on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that you're a federal employee, did you know you don't actually have to file? Well, I mean, seriously, like, if you think about it, like, if you're working in some office, you're pushing paper and stuff, and, like, your buddy's just, like, you know, getting coffee, they're like, well, time to file taxes. <laughs> it's like, look, man, don't do it. It's like, what? No. Like, I don't want that kind of trouble, you know? I got, I got family. It's like, no, man, you don't have to file taxes. This is how it works. And then, like, some that first time you do it, you go, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to file my taxes. Next year, so you still don't file? I haven't filed them in five years. Like, no problem? <laughs> it's like, no problem. They, they don't even have a record. They're not even allowed to have a record. It's like, huh. And at some point, you start feeling like a sucker, if you're filing your taxes, because it's like, well... I'm missing out. Yeah, like, so, and... Because then it's like, oh, it's Bob over here. But then you find out, oh, it's also Tina and Charles and, you know, all these people. And it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, none of us file our taxes. You don't have to do it. It's like, oh, huh. So at some point, you're a sucker to do it. It'd be interesting to find out if some of these federal employees who don't file their taxes also work for the IRS... Yeah, 
I mean, that seems like an agency that would be able to share with itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But uh, it would be interesting. I'm also interested in how many of the people who don't file taxes are high up. You know, like, say you're the I don't know, head of the CIA or something like that. <laughs> head of the FBI. And you just go, I don't know. I don't do taxes anymore. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, nah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. It's like, where, where'd your revenue come from? Like, None of your business. If I want to set up a shell company, I'll do that. If I want to set up a small cartel, I'll do that. And if you would like to sleep in the ocean, you may ask me more questions. <laughs> but no, it's an example. I mean, this is just further example of, you know, it's us and them. You know, we we are expected to behave a certain way, and... Even these unelected cats, <clears throat> they don't have to behave like we behave. They just want to have billion dollars in taxes. They just don't have to pay. You know, if you owe $200 and you just don't pay, you know, goes to collections at some point. They put interest on there. But before too long, they connect right into your bank account and snatch it from you. Or they take your house or whatever. All right. But these cats can just go on forever without it. <coughs> I think um, I think it's a sad state, and I think it's getting worse. Hopefully, hopefully, like you said, people are going to start to recognize more and more they're being lied to. Uh, people keep their their party blinders on too much, and it's like, well, the Democrats are good, and they did this, so they. Since they did it, that they did good, you know, or the Republicans are good, and so they say this, they did this, that's true, that's good, you know, but they're all lying to us, you know. Mitch McConnell doesn't like this footage coming out, you know. A couple other Republicans <clears throat> have been very critical of it, and they're saying that you know Tucker Carlson's calling the whole thing peaceful, which is not really what he's doing, um, but. But yeah, I think uh, I think the big lesson for all of us is that all of these elected people are out to get us, and the best thing we can do is strip them from strip them of as much power as possible as quickly as we can at a city level, state level, federal level. Um, chop their power out so they can't you know chop our own legs out from underneath us. You got anything to add before we get on out of here, Charlie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, ended on a real happy note this time. We have gone lighthearted in the past at the end, and we did not do that this time. Drop the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're all screwed. Um, <laughs> there, I think, I do hope that, um, I think there is a little bit of hope that maybe people start having independent thought step away from uh, corporate media and just look with your eyeballs read a few different things there'll be some stuff that overlaps you know and then just go with your gut and just realize that the government only works for its own benefit how does this benefit you oh it doesn't you know um all right well that's going to wrap us up for this week of loaded talk uh i'm frank oh like us subscribe uh, youtube rumble all the things, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever else, Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called now. Uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, and alerts, and 
Whatever the hell. But yep, I'm Frank. Thank you so much for joining us. Be a little more reasonable, Planet Earth. Yeah, we can go with that one. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys.